I'm Patrick. This is Will. And I'm Chris. And we are Guys With Issues. And today is more organized than last time. Well, I should say straightforward. It's more straightforward than last time. We're never last time not organized. Was organized. There was just a smattering of different things. We we had decided we had how many storylines last time? <laughs> yeah, there what, was like eight in, in total or something. Yeah, I know we said like thirty something. I think right. as a joke. <laughs> Out of 15. We gave it like a 37 out of 15 or something. Something like that. Something like that. I don't know what's going on. I don't know. Did you Who listen I? yesterday? <laughs> I have not finished. I didn't eggs. get to the ratings yet. I but I I mean, like I did the first two times I listened, I think. Sure. Anyway, today anyway. we are talking about Spider-Man Blue. Uh, yes. Not to be confused with Daredevil Yellow, Hulk Gray, or Captain America White. Also in that line. <laughs> Those are all real. Did they? Make it was it was a series. Did, did they make the whole rainbow? No, that was it. Oh, gray, yellow, blue were the originals, and then white was supposed to come out. It never happened, and then years later, like when I was already going to chimps and doing stuff, like white came out. Oh, yep, that's fun. And uh, this is one of the creative teams that I really like, which is uh, Jeff Loeb and. Uh, Tim Sale, who did Long Halloween and Dark Victory, and Jeff Loeb also did Hush and a bunch of cool Batman stuff. So, uh, yeah, this is them working on uh, Spider Man. (laughs) Looking at Pat's shelf, he did uh, Batman Dark. Oh, you already said that. (laughs) I did. That's the sequel to Long Halloween. We still need to get that. That's still so weird to me. I have it. Well, bring it over, leave it. Look at that. You're about two halves to a whole. Do. I have both. See, look at that. You got one of you has one, one has the other, and I have both. It's that's just how it works. Well, with Pat. our powers combined, we are one Christopher. Ah, uh, nah, you're way more than one Christopher. <laughs> I think he's calling us fat. Not when it comes. Wow. <laughs> wow. I mean, that was not what I was doing. I am. You are what? Fat. No, stop that. It's true. Well, hey, you, you are now less fat than you were before. That though. is also substantially, true. substantially. Can we celebrate that on the podcast? Should we tell people Whatever. that like over the last year you've dropped like fifty pounds and yeah. you're still dropping? Over the last two years, I've dropped like eighty. That's a big deal, man. It happens. What? <laughs> it ha- it happens. I mean, some people were... never experience that. Yeah. That's some cool. people never need to. Yeah, I was referring to people who do that don't oh. experience. <laughs> I like that you're like, yeah, because they'd weigh like forty. Pounds. <laughs> <laughs> and that's not healthy. Oh, they experienced it when they died. <laughs> yeah. No, that's exciting. I've been excited. I have been your cheerleader of late. This I'm this, always excited to hear. Yes, this this is my excited face. Yeah, I know. <laughs> For those of you who, you know, aren't in this immediate room, his face was rather unchanged. <laughs> As it usually is 
Pat but... rarely ever changes his face. I don't. Yeah. So he's... This isn't a face-off situation. Ooh. Yeah. Jo- John Travolta <laughs> and Nate Cage. <laughs> tell right. you about that. Uh, that, that... Wow. <laughs> Such a dumb movie. Uh, what do you mean? That's that's how people do it in real life. They just take their face off and put on somebody else's. It's not true. Be undercover. No. Deep cover. Yeah. Mm. Oh, no. We might have spy hunters around here again. It's Will. Check the closet. What if it's not Will because he faced off? Yep. <laughs> I mean... If he's more amiable than usual, we'll know. So... I'm not. We're not getting into face off. <laughs> really not. Oh man. And this is what happens when we don't plan banter. <laughs> this is what happens when we don't plan banter. No. Uh, that's funny. But did it, does anybody have anything they did in the last week? Like that was I, interesting. Yeah? I have listened to the first two books in the Traveler's Gate trilogy oh will white's original series that he was inspired to write because he loved wheel of time and uh and uh sanderson's um it definitely has oh way of kings way of kings i was like that king's bug i not mistborn no i don't believe so let's smack him around for that (laughs) so what were you saying though it has what it uh words it has words, mm. and they are being are, spoken by a man. Paragraph. Are and they I, strung I together? To yes. Are you listening to Travis Baldry read it, or yes. are you listening to Will White read it, which is the original audiobook? I didn't find that one. That's. I'm pretty sure they took it down once they had Travis Baldry yeah. re-record it. Because the only ones I found on there were the Travis Baldry ones. Yeah, but, I had uh, it when it was Will White, I think. Yeah, it's been really good. Did you guys ever? I started the first book. Oh, okay. Have you? I've have you tried about it? it but you I've started his rather, other series. Rather busy. Yeah. I, well, his, whatever that's called. Right. And I wrote read the wrong one first. You read the second one first. Right. So now you think the antagonist is the protagonist. And it is. Because it can be. One hundred percent. That was why he wrote it like that. Yeah. And then I never went to the other one. Um. Wait, didn't I? I don't know. Shoot, I don't know. I've slept since then. <laughs> so. Uh, what do you think? I So I've read some reviews on them. Um, and some people say that if you first went through Cradle, these, because these are like his first books, the pacing is more breakneck even than oh, Cradle. Oh, it is. It is Like there's super, no breathing room. Super fast. Everything's happening all at once. And uh, I don't I don't mind it because I'm kind of used to that kind of style of his writing yeah but like it's funny enough that i don't care that i get whiplash while listening it's a it has a lot of humor oh yeah yeah it's got some good it's got it's got some i was listening to it while i was working at my desk and thankfully nobody was in the room because i started laughing out loud (laughs) i've done that a couple of times i've done that listening to us before that's because we're hilarious we can be. The yeah, my office is like completely quiet, right? And so it's just like if everybody else had been there, there I would have just been like me laughing out of nowhere. Yeah. I'm like, hmm. Kinda glad everybody kinda just up and left for some reason. And they were like, quick while he's not looking. <laughs> Unfortunately there is a camera, so like like opposite me up against the wall. 
because they got to like keep track of who comes in and goes out, whatever. And so like if I'm like if somebody went back and watched that, I would just be sitting there at my desk looking at my computer, then all of a sudden just start laughing. And for whatever yeah. reason, I thought about that. It made me laugh even more because I'm like, <laughs> I probably yeah. look like a psycho. I I don't think people who just start laughing randomly look like psychos. They probably just thought of something funny. I guess it depends yeah. on how long you laugh. There, there's that. <laughs> and there's definitely that. And maybe the face you make during the length of laughing. If it exceeds several minutes, oh, it wasn't like that. Then I think I think that's when people get concerned. Or if like you quit what you're doing, like if Will would have gotten up from his desk, continuing to laugh at the same intensity the whole time, sure, and like walked around or something, like right, like. I see what you're saying, but yeah, like if it's just like a oh that was funny, I can't imagine. (laughs) I can't imagine you looked that crazy. No, probably (laughs) not. But uh, well, that's cool. So you said you did you finish the second book then? I've yes, I finished the first two, and I just started the third one. Yeah, because they're fairly short. Yeah, I think the book two is like 14 hours. I think the first one was maybe eight. It sure ain't no wheel of time, that's for sure. Uh, yeah, I know. Where one book's like 35 hours. Yeah, right. I told <laughs> I told somebody at Book Club um, two days ago that uh, they were thinking about getting into it, and I said I prefer to listen to it than, than read it. Yeah. Yeah, they said, all right, well, I'll start that. I was like, all right, well, it took me about nine months to get through all of it, and that was listening like two to two and a half hours a day. Of nothing else. Right. Like, you you only listen to that. I only listen to it. Actually, it might have been more like a year and a half. Nothing, I think. <laughs> well, if you think about it, even if you listened two hours a day, that means it would take over a week to get through probably the shortest book. It'd take like two weeks to get through the shortest book, probably. Probably. And there's 14. Mm-hmm. So two weeks. That so you are talking about at least six months, judging off of the shortest time. Right. So yeah, it would have had to have been like nine months. Yeah, I think. It was uh, nine months. No. And that was if you can yeah. could if you could consistently listen to that much. Right. Every day. Right. Wow. No, I I listen. I nope. I'm on book five of that, but I'm mm-hmm. also listening to like four books at once right now. Not all at the same time, but like intermittently. <laughs> I like how he knows our sarcasm at this point, so he automatically yes. corrects himself to, <laughs> right. to like sarcasm block we were us. We're both gonna do. It. Uh, yeah, I know all of your terrible sarcastic pun jokes that are gonna come mm-hmm. out of your mouths anytime I say anything that could mean two separate things. <laughs> so I have to immediately keep going. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, He's like, I can't stop breathing. It's stop like talking. the equivalent of reading panels of Batman hand to hand fighting people. <laughs> it's like, it's like, <laughs> but it's in my brain right. for your comment. <laughs> right. <laughs> in his mind, he's doing hand to hand combat against our sarcasm. <laughs> That's funny. That's a funny picture. I like it. Yeah. So, um, I I too am reading quite a bit lately, both oh, yeah. with my eyeballs and with my ear holes. Oh, um, nice. So I love reading with my ear holes. <laughs> Probably my favorite form of reading. 
Me too. I am listening uh, to a few things, and I'm reading a few things. I've been reading a lot of Batman. I cut this out of a previous issue, um, and we... Um, but I've I've read through the Tom King Batman run, and I went on to the James Tinian Tinian uh, Batman run that continues that, and I'm on issue like 106 or something right now of the whole thing, um, and it's been good. It's had some good tie-ins. Uh, I read a few th- uh, things today that were during it that aren't directly tied in. Um, I started listening to something that's very uncommon for me. Because it's a character piece, not a plot-driven oh, narrative, no. and I'm really enjoying it. What? Get out of here! Who are you? And what he you is the spy. <sighs> My face is off. Um, no, I've been uh, reading with my eyeballs and listening with my ear holes to uh, Pride and Prejudice. And I'm thoroughly enjoying it. I'm like, I'm gonna read another Jane Austen after this. I think. So I've I've been enjoying that. But no, it's super. It's I'm I'm surprised at how much I'm enjoying it. That's good. Yeah. Somebody you can talk about that with is my sister, Jessica. Yeah, she has Mm. read it multiple multiple times. She's read knowing her. That does not surprise me. I think there's two or three books in Pride and Prejudice, isn't there? Like there's well. Pride and Prejudice, and then there's... uh, So there are uh, books that she wrote that have similar vibes, but follow different people. mm. But you're probably thinking of Sense and Sensibility as one of them. Sure. There's also Emma. Those are all films as well. Oh, yeah, I know. I've had to watch Pride and Prejudice a few times. (laughs) Strapped down. (laughs) Eyes eyes glued open. It's like ah, family movie night. What are we gonna watch? And Jessica's mom like, and the girls want to watch. Let me choose. And then one time we watched Pride, Prejudice, and Zombies. Did they make that into a movie? I thought they did. I know it's a book. I mean, I watched and read Forrest Gump. Oh yeah. So did you decide? Did do you like them both differently, or do you prefer one over the other? I like them both differently because they are. You said different. they're very different, they right? Are, they are pretty different. That's interesting. Do they do they have a similar spirit? Would you say they feel similar? Uh, yes, but Forrest isn't the same in them. Really? Yes. Hmm. Really? Yes. Can you can Forrest, you explain? Forrest um is the bad guy. In the Jenny relationship, in the book, what? Whoa! Um, he plot twist does a bunch of drugs and. Uh... <laughs> what? <laughs> Tom Hanks did not portray that very well. No, he didn't. Um, he doesn't do all the running. Like the running thing isn't. Even, uh, other than he was fast on the football field, that was the only time they really brought up running in the book. Uh, he also um, did I tell you about the wrestling thing that he did? No. Yeah, he played the dunce as a wrestler. Okay. He went to outer space. What? He crashed in <laughs> Africa and lived with cannibals for four years. He befriended <laughs> um, the monkey that they sent up with him. Into space. In, into space. He did a chess tournament. And it was more shrimp 
farming than it was just going out and getting shrimp. Shrimp boating. Right. What? Yeah. And I'm sure there's wow. stuff went missing, but he uh, failed out of college. Um, Did he go to Nam? He went to, yeah. Okay. He went. He did that. So, Lieutenant Dan isn't the same. It's I like they you took were a bunch say of. Isn't in there? No, they took a bunch of. Well, said so. A Lieutenant Dan wasn't his lieutenant in the war. No, he was just somebody he like found at the end. Who was in? Maybe I don't know. Um, but he kind of hung out with him during his wrestling days. What? <laughs> Yeah, and yeah. <laughs> this is wow. That is wild. You know how the movie Willy Wonka is very different than the book Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Never read the book. And Didn't the movie that. Charlie and the Chocolate Factory with Johnny Depp is very different than the movie Willy Wonka, but it has more akin in certain aspects to the book. Okay. Did you? Okay, kinda. I had no idea about any of that. Okay. I'll take your word on it. So what I'm hearing is even though Forrest Gump is like this, this like classic film at this point, right? He also like played the harmonica. Sorry. That was another big thing. Oh. In a band multiple times. And then they got chased. They were on the run. Right. And they ended up playing Man of Constant Sorrow, right? No, I'm just kidding. Is that why he went to space? He also He's like, oh, I need to get away. There's uh, a rocket. <laughs> Let's get out of here, monkey. No, because he was really good at math. Um, he was the backup <laughs> computer to the to the uh, onboard computer for uh, doing um, flight adjustments. That's why he went to space. Um, he also didn't. He, I'm sorry, I'm just. He also never married Jenny. She was married to somebody else, and he met his son for like five minutes, and that was it. Mm. Wow. So he is not a good guy. He sent all of the proceeds that he was getting from the uh, the, the shrimping business. They never called it bubblegum shrimp. It was just the shrimping business um, to Jenny after he learned that he had a son. But he never saw him again. Mm. Did he sit on a park bench and talk about chocolate? Nope. That phrase isn't even in the book. What this tells me is that... <laughs> Life is a lie. Somebody read a book and went, we could make a movie like that, but really not like that at all. Oh, he was also um, in a film. He, he got a, an acting part as a, like a Swamp Thing type monster. What? With uh, Raquel Welch. No wonder they can both exist in their own space, right? In, in my head, yeah. And they were, yeah. they were, they were different. I mean, you could see where they pulled the inspiration from with the movie, but yeah, yeah, no, they were. So they basically just took the character, like the idea of the character, the like idea they, of a character like that doing, and then they just said, things. They said, "What do we want him to do?" Right, and they kept like some really base, like the shrimp thing and the Vietnam thing. Pretty much, wow. they just reused all the names, and I also. Have been listening to a book called uh, "Sufficiently Advanced Magic" that you haven't really been enjoying. No, have you? The thing it? is, no, no. I, I, We've he, talked about it. He's he told me on our drive over for board game day. He's like, you know, Will, I'm not entirely convinced I like this book. I think he's becoming more and more convinced that he doesn't like it the further he goes. I want to like this book. 
I really do. The concepts and stuff it has in it, great. Magic system, nailed it down because he won't stop talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> it's sufficiently advanced is it, what I've it heard. It really. Sufficiently explained magic. So there you go. That's, um, but it, 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 like if this book was half the size it is, I would probably enjoy it a lot more. Yeah, because you were telling me that it was like, Things are happening, but nothing's happening. It's like just like every day to day kind of yeah stuff where it's yeah like nothing nothing is actually progressing. It's just the guy trying to like live life. Yeah. So one whatever. of the main driving forces in this book is his quest to find his brother. In the fifteen some hours I've been listening to this book, that's came up like twice. Even though it's supposed to be like a focus? Of his, yes. <laughs> well, I know when I focus on something, I only bring it up once every so often. It's just... Maybe he has ADHD. It's possible. <laughs> maybe you would enjoy this book immensely. <laughs> maybe he's know. just like, oh, yeah, I'm looking for my brother. Here, I got distracted and started working on this other thing. <laughs> but I'm, I'm going to finish it because I'm invested enough at this point. I kind of want to see what happens. But you don't think... Is it a series? It is a series. So you probably won't continue. It depends on how this one ends. But if I start the next one and it is the same stuff, I will not finish it. Hmm. Because I'm hoping this is just a bunch of, like, lore dump. And the next one will be faster and more focused. But if that's not the case, I'm out. Peace. Peace. (laughs) Oh! Okay. Sorry. I don't want to interrupt. That's it. I'm done. Okay. Will did have one other thing to share. Did I? He went to his first hockey game. I went to my... I saw a (laughs) face-off. Nice. I saw a few of them, You saw a lot of face-offs. I saw a lot of face-offs. And some people who wanted to rip faces off. Yeah, I saw some faces bouncing along the... That was funny. The guard plastic. Yeah, so like the the glass, the, the plexiglass that's up... Um, there was one time where somebody was being pushed into it and they were, they were still like going with each other. Normally they get checked and it's like one spot. Sure. But this, this was a continual. And so at each guard separator, at each plexiglass guard separator, they're, they're like face masks with clink. So they came by and it went clink, 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 clink. (laughs) It was like something out of a movie. It was was funny. Um, but yeah, it was a really good game. We no, yeah, it was super good. Yeah, we saw Asher Notre Dame packed. and Michigan State. And did you know that they lost the next night? Notre Dame? Yeah. I did not So know. the night we saw it, they won 4-1, to one, and it was a really good game. Right. Um, the second night, they lost 2-4. to four, Or if people prefer, 4-2, to because you're always supposed to say the higher number first. But if I'm talking about the team specifically, I don't like that. Right, you're fine. But anyway. I don't care. But yeah, they lost the next next night, so no. we chose the right night to go. Oh, we went. Yeah, we had a good time. It was fun. Awesome. We had a really good time, and it was. Uh, I've been to a lot of Notre Dame hockey games over the years, like over many many years, and that w- may have been like the best one I've ever seen. Sweet. So yeah, it was his first one, and he had a good time. Amazing. Yeah. That is what happened. <laughs> yeah. So we had to point that out. Oh yeah, we did. So, Spider-Man Blue. Spider-Man. By Jeff Loeb and Tim Sale. 
And this is, this is, um, yeah, it was nice to have a a, a contained little story. I thought so. It was. It was very convenient that it was six issues long. Because yeah. ours, don't we usually use six? Yeah. We I mean, a lot, a lot of comics, especially if they're standalone stories, I would say many of them try to do six or less. But once in a while, like one I read today was nine issues. It's called oh. Heroes in Crisis. It was really good, actually. It was a murder mystery. Interesting. Yeah. So, you're going to synopse our synapses? Oh, you know it. Okay. Peter Parker, a.k.a. Spider-Man, has graduated from high school, bookworm, to college ladies' man. After beating the Green Goblin so hard he forgot who he was, Peter tries his hand at courting the beautiful Gwen Stacy. Wait, what? We didn't read the email. <laughs> oh, are we going to do that now? I usually do it before the synapses, don't we? Uh, um, we've been bouncing around. Uh, That's fine. Well, I'm going to continue. Gonna, uh, 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 um, you didn't clear your throat. Oh, I didn't clear my throat. Okay, fine. Start over. <laughs> if you want to, clear your throat, start over. You can cut all that. Oh, oh I don't want to cut stuff. Then we'll just continue to leave this all in. <laughs> Things get complicated when Mary Jane Watson comes sauntering through the front door. Ignorant of both their feelings, he continues to screw up his chances with them as he faces a gauntlet of weird men dressed as animals who all want him dead. But who is this mysterious figure in the shadows pulling the strings of Spider-Man's demise? Find out today on Guys With Issues. Hmm. Like the, like the threads of a web. Yes. Okay. Do we want to read the email before we get talking? It's up to you. We could. That's okay. fine. We can do it because then this keeps us from forgetting. Yes. So even though this may be a little bouncy. A little bouncy. Swingy like it's, you know. Spider-Man. It's a pendulum. <laughs> Physics. We just go with it. We did get an email. Who's Who's reading it? Should I read it? Should Will read it? Will should read it. Okay. Oh, more of Will reading. It's stuff. to him. I know. That's so, why you should what? read it. Yeah. It, I'm going to spoil and say it starts with Dear Synopsis Will. Oh, dear. <laughs> Synopsis Will. <laughs> dear Synopsis Will, though I do not retract my previous comment about your. Uh, do I just say it? I can beep it. Oh, uh, though I do not retract my previous comment about you b***ing out on sandwiches, you may have chosen wisely by missing out on shoestring fries. I am totally with you about fries. I, too, prefer a more substantial fry with more to chew and a crispier experience. Maybe I'm a little... Uh, maybe I'm a lazy eater, but I feel like I have to work harder for not nearly as good of a return with shoestring fries. Sincerely, your fellow fry friend, LW. There you go. There you go. Look at that. We bonded. <laughs> you did. <laughs> We're two fries in a basket now. <laughs> uh, now we know what, where the uh, the fries are, where they're like, you're two fries short of... <laughs> there we go. That's, two fries know short of a happy meal. They're in a basket. <laughs> basket case. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so, Spider-Man Blue. First, thanks, LW. <laughs> LW. Mm-hmm. Uh, we appreciate that you took the time to email us <laughs> and uh, that it that it was a more substantial email than the last one <laughs> that was just embarrassing for me. Just like the fries she likes. More substantial. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was a good one. That was a good one. 
So, what did you guys think overall? What was your opinion of Spider-Man Blue? I actually really liked it. Yeah? Yeah. I think I liked it a bit more than the, uh, slightly more than the hodgepodge we read last time. Oh, I definitely enjoyed it more than doing a hodgepodge. Although, there were moments of the hodgepodge. that. Yeah, were there were definitely moments. Yeah. Like, if we had been reading it, like, the whole wedding thing, mm-hmm. like, the previous part, maybe. Yeah. Or, like, if we read all of, like, the new Teen Titans stuff. So, what you're telling maybe. me is, if you would have read the last 16 years... <laughs> Of comics? Of comics yeah. leading up to that wedding. You may have been a little more invo- yep. emotionally invested. <laughs> yeah. So, Makes sense. <laughs> this is, I we should say, this is another part of our uh, month of couples or whatever. Because uh, Spider-Man Blue is really about Peter and Gwen Stacy. Yes. Like, as a focus. It's about Gwen. Mm-hmm. Technically, it's a love letter to, to Gwen. Gwen, even though Gwen has passed away. Yes, because this is post next snap. It is a canon event. Love recording, recording <laughs> cassette. A love cassette. That's what it tape. is. Because he's not a <laughs> he's not. a photographer, not a writer. Right. Yeah, which he says like yeah, in the very why, beginning. Yeah, right? I said it. Yeah. What did you think? That was good. I liked it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this is. Uh, Glad I read it. This is yeah, me too. Because mm-hmm. we we had a whole discussion of some stuff, and <laughs> we were like, "Are we even reading this?" And the answer was yes. <laughs> yes. Because it's good, and I've loved it since I first read it. And I thought these guys need to read this. Mm-hmm. So did you have uh, did you have some favorite stuff like what kind of jumped out? The man in the shadows is Craven the Hunter. Yes. Which was cool. Yes. I didn't know that. So, like, I had never stuck with Spider-Man or anything. I did. I I know very little about Craven the Hunter. So it was like, he had, like, a profile. So maybe if you had been, like, in longtime comics, it would have been like, oh, I think I know who that is. But I had no clue. So that so was you, a surprise. So that was and cool then, for you. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, what? Craven? Plot twist. Also... Uh, Jameson, yeah, he had a, a really funny moment later in the beginning, where it was like he kept Peter kept asking him for like money <laughs> in, in advance. advance. Yes, he's like, yes, I he need did. I need the money to my to so my aunt doesn't have to worry about the bills. Jameson says, uh, you know, I had an aunt that kept uh, bugging me about money. And Peter's like, well, whatever happened to her? He slams the door. She's dead. <laughs> slams the door. I also <laughs> like when Robbie's like. Why do you got to write him like that, Jameson? He's a good kid. And he's like, that's an oxymoron, good kid. <laughs> <laughs> that was my, like, oh. Uh, yeah. Um, and you get to see a bunch of different. So there, there are, a, it was kind of a retelling of classic stories, like those yeah. those fights and those things and Craven setting it up and coming after him, like all of that kind of stuff has happened. Mm-hmm. in Spider-Man. So it was kind of like this condensed greatest hits thing about this time, this era of Spider-Man from the olden days of comics. Mm. But with the focus of Peter's relationship with Gwen and Mary Jane. Yeah. Yes. And so I think it's an interesting telling because it isn't focused on the normal plot of Spider-Man 
but it is on the plot of Peter and his ladies. Yes. Yep. So I agree. Yeah. What yeah. about you? Did, was there was there some stuff that you thought without us getting straight into the to our you know main points, but like just the broader scope of things? I'm sure there was. <laughs> oh, I forgot my notes. He nah. doesn't have his notes. You can't think of any of it. That... I had a rough day yesterday. Mm. Yeah, that's true. Um, <laughs> you had a long, had a long day rough day yesterday. Yeah. So. You had a positive or two in it, though. I didn't say I didn't. But it was rough. It was rough. Yeah, that's true. So he... Like a dog. Do rough, you rough. Rem- Are you going to be able to answer your structure I stuff with that? I think so. We'll find can out. You, can you do like the thing where you close your eyes and you picture your notes on the page? That's what I do when I'm recalling if I have to think real hard. I'll try. Um, but yeah, I, I like the moments of, of him being like when he first meets Mary Jane... And he's like, yeah. oh, my my aunt's friend's like niece, I'm sure she's going to be like boring and make soup yeah, and knit. And he opens the door and it's Mary Jane dressed to go partying. Right. <laughs> hey, Tiger, you just hit the jackpot. Yeah. <laughs> so um, that scene makes me laugh. I think that's hilarious because he's like, oh. And he's like, yeah. And, and what I expected um, what did you guys think of like how the issues would start with the like tape recorder being rewound, like the and like him doing it, being like, "Oh shoot!" and then he'd be like, "Don't even remember that." I oh, thought it was very clever. I actually <laughs> overall like the the blue boxes where he, like he's narrating were, where it's like, actually what he's saying to the tape recorder. Yeah, those yeah. were like very substantial. I agree. Um, there was a lot. I think they conveyed a lot of emotion in yeah. in it, and it wasn't like a heavy read. It no, read no. quickly. Oh yeah. Um, I think it only took me like an hour, half hour and a half, maybe. But it but it felt the the comic itself feels very emotionally substantial in my opinion. Oh, it does. Yeah, I agree. So especially when he uh, he's he like. In what the beginning of one of them, he's like, "Ah, oh, sorry, I, I fell asleep on my tape recorder, and I had a dream about you." And he's like, "For a second, I was like, oh, is this now?" Yeah, he's, he's like, like, "You this... were alive again." Yeah, it was just like, "Oh, yeah," like it was very, very heavy. Yeah, I, you know, I would say I believe I read all of the color books, and I'm biased. Obviously, I've shared that Spider Man's a character I really like. Mm-hmm. But I I just think beca- how they choose to focus on Gwen and stuff in this, it's it just elevates it above the other books. Yeah. Um. Because the others do feel more like, in my opinion, more of a retelling of like the old, like the origin days, the early days of the hero, um, just like this did. But it was the fact that, like I said, that this focuses on something that isn't just like the superhero stuff. Yeah. So, how funny was that scene when he was swinging by the window intentionally when Flash that wasn't was looking? Yeah. Like, <laughs> he's like, I, I shouldn't be this. liking this as much as I do. <laughs> because Flash Thompson is the guy who, for, for those of you who don't know, um, Flash is the guy that bullies Peter, but is like the number one guy in the Spider-Man fan club, basically. <laughs> yeah. 
And so uh, Peter, as Spider-Man, sometimes picks on him a little bit. Mm -hmm. So what you're saying is is the epitome of the oxymoron? Yep. Mm -hmm. That's what it is. Okay. Pretty much the embodiment of the definition. And for some reason... Or of irony. Because that's ironic. That is ironic. So... And for some reason, I was thinking his name was Spike, and I don't know why. Spike, <laughs> Spike Thompson. I mean, it would work. It, yeah. If it was written in the 90s, it would have been Spike. Right. That's what it is. Flash sounds more like that a- athlete name in the 60s when they sure. came out. Sure, Spike would have been yeah. in the 90s. That's got to be what I was thinking of. <laughs> uh, it would work. Uh, fun facts. So uh, Flash Thompson goes to war. You know, he, he enlisted. And he goes to war and he gets right. injured, loses his legs, uh, serving his country, ends up taking on the Venom symbiote, but it doesn't become a monster. He has control with it, and I can't remember why. Um, but he becomes a he he's a character that works for like the U- U.S. government and like Shield called Secret Agent Venom. Oh, so he doesn't go to Alabama and start a shrimping business. Uh, good callback. <laughs> uh, Lieutenant. I th- his I th- name wasn't <laughs> Lieutenant Flash, okay? <laughs> Sorry. He lost his legs. I was just fine. Could you imagine if in part in partway through Forrest Gump, Lieutenant Dan got the Venom symbiote? <laughs> <laughs> Look, that would have made the book so much better than the movie. He would have been the one in the rocket. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shoot. Um Anyway, anyway. <laughs> sorry for the tangent. No, what do you mean? That's all I do. I know. Uh, but yeah, that um, there's lots of little parts, just like fun stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I like when Peter buys his motorcycle. No, that's good. That, that's a fun moment yeah. where the guy's like, listen, man, <laughs> you come in here all the time looking. You won't know until you ride it. And then he's like, it's now or never, and buys the bike and... It's his big moment, mm-hmm. kind of like mm-hmm. being the cool kid. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's the whole thing with Harry and his dad that the movies always capture very well. I always feel like they do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was expected that to be the thing at the end, but then it Like you thought with... it would be got the goblin? Yeah. Because mm. I'm like, it's very suspicious that he's like, hey, Peter, my dad's kind of doing better. Why don't you come live with me? <laughs> And yeah. I'm like, mm. it just it smells a bit fishy because like Harry was very suspicious in that entire comic. Like when they were alone in his room, and he's like, he got the aftershave, yeah, and he's talking. I'm like, yeah, it's definitely gonna end with the Green Goblin popping back up, but he didn't. I actually wondered if that was Harry, because Harry saw what was going on with the girls. And mm-hmm. part of me wondered if he thought by incorporating Peter into his life, he would be able to wedge himself into the lives of the girls. Yeah, probably. That's. that's I mean, that also popped saying. in my head. But then his he's like, yeah, my dad's stopping by for a visit. Yeah. So do you remember in uh, Spider-Man, the first one with Tobey Maguire, when Peter goes to live with Harry and then Norman comes over for Thanksgiving? Mm-hmm. Uh, vaguely yeah that's it like that's <laughs> that's what it reminded me of when he's like my dad's coming and it just made me think of like willem dafoe coming in for thanksgiving dinner <laughs> and how intense that scene is because that's when that's when harry i mean that's when uh norman in the movie 
realizes that Peter Parker is Spider-Man. Right. Because he's bleeding. How'd you get that cut? Bike messenger. Mm-hmm. Gotta go. But anyway. Yeah, good times. So, uh, what, Will? It looked like you no. had something. No. No? No. no. Huh? Nope. <laughs> Do you have anything? I got nothing. That's okay. You're like, it's all in a it's, notebook. It's going <laughs> well, to be a, a Herculean effort to get through Structure Steve. So, <laughs> oh, Okay, then we might as well start. Get started. Let's get into the structure. So, uh, because I feel like there's plenty to, I mean, it was pretty straightforward. So it's like, there's a lot to talk about at the same time as not having a lot to talk about. Yeah. It's kind of weird. Um, but... So did you have a favorite part? Yes, when um, MJ walks in on Peter in the recording. At the very end. At the very end. Mm, the finale. And and says, tell her hi for me. Yeah, where he's like, oh. And he lo- he seems like, he, right. like, he's like, how much of that did you hear? Because mm-hmm. he was talking about kind of how Mary Jane had kind of interfered with his feelings at that time for Gwen but how he was he was actually talking about all of that and being in the moment married to Mary Jane in that scene they are married mm -hmm. Gwen is dead and he's recording this to her and yeah when she's like oh you know you're talking tell Gwen I said hi yeah yeah that was my favorite part yeah that's a great scene it's the scene that has stuck with me since I first read it that was yeah because he did say like he he forgot how to love, and he you know he was very cold. But Mary Jane kind of taught him again. Mm-hmm. So like there was that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Oh yeah. What about you? Oh, what about me? Favorite part? I think. I don't know. I really liked the. Um, uh, what is his name? Doctor Connor. Oh, the lizard part. Lizard yeah, with man. Dr. Doc Yeah, because he's like, yeah, I finally have my condition under control enough. I can finally bring my family. And then... But then he helps with the rhino thing, and help, it re-exposes yeah. him to the yeah. chemicals. But then, like, Spider-Man's fighting him at the end, and at the very last second, the family's, like, knocking on the door. It's like, what's that sound? It's like, ah, nothing. Sorry, experiment gone wrong. And, like, all of the a sudden... The lab is, like, trashed. lab's trashed, and he's back to being a normal guy again. Yeah. So that... It, that brings up something that I think plays heavily into what... So, in my opinion, Spider-Man and Batman have the two most notable rogues galleries. We've talked about that a little bit. Um, Like, most people know a lot of Batman's villains because, you know, they're gimmicky and iconic. Um, And Spider-Mans are kind of like that, too. But there's there's a humanity side to many of Spider-Man's. So the lizard and and also they have a lot of overlap villains. So at first you'd be like, yeah. oh, the lizard and Killer Croc, those are kind of the same. But actually, the lizard being Doc Connors and the the man bat being Kurt Langstrom from Batman, who's also a yes, scientist yes. that turns into a bat. Like it's ba- those are basically the same idea where the doctor is not the bad guy unless he changes into the monster yeah i mean but he he called him like a dr, dr. jekyll yeah hide and but but they do have a lot of overlapping types of villains and one thing i enjoy in this i think it really shows 
that that when Spider-Man's villains are looked at for their humanity sometimes, and Batman has some of those as well. We've talked about that. Um, but but I think that that's one of the things that elevates them as heroes and makes their stories and their casts more memorable. Um, because like yeah. Kurt, like he goes out of his way. He doesn't want to hurt Kurt. I mean, not Kurt, sorry. Uh, now I'm- Connor. Connor, Connors. Kurt and Kurt Langstrom. Kurt and Connor. Doc Connors. Um, so, uh, but he doesn't want to. He doesn't want to hurt Doc Connors because his family's there and he's trying mm-hmm. to help him and he wants him to be able to reunite with his son. Yeah. And so, like, he goes out of his way to protect the secret for him, and that's so. That's very Peter yeah. Parker. And he was know? he was swinging away, and he's like, his wife knows about his condition, but she chooses to stay anyway. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That was a good. That was a good one. That was a whole like that whole issue was really mm. good. It was. Um, my favorite part is also the ending. Uh, the first time I read it, I was sitting in my car in my at the time my little five speed Cavalier outside of my apartment. I can't remember if I was getting ready to leave or if I just got back or I was waiting on somebody. I don't remember. And I was sitting there. And I read that, and I cried in my car. I was so moved by it. Oh, I felt some emotion that well. I that I cried in my car, and so I cannot forget that. That is like a memory I have. So when we were rereading this, uh, I actually read that this morning in your car. No, in oh. my living room, and I could have gone out and sat in the car. You could have. Uh, but I I was reading it this morning, and while I didn't cry as hard, still cried, cried nice. again. Nice. I just get like that kind of stuff, and the beauty of that like level of love and Mary Jane. It's really Mary Jane's reaction. It is is like her love for Gwen and for Peter in that mm-hmm. moment of mm-hmm. being like, and him kind of almost being afraid he's in trouble. Right. And then her being like. Nah, just tell her I said hi, you know. It's so moving. It's it so good. Um, so, yeah, it has to be my favorite scene. Wouldn't matter mm-hmm. if it wasn't even the best scene. If it made me cry, it's got to be the best. Not <laughs> once. Twice now. But twice. Twice now. I'll admit it. <sighs> I can't help it. It's just who I am. So, do you have a favorite character? MJ. Yeah? Yeah. Mm. Because she's of like, that scene. Mm. That's it. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, I like that. What about mm. you, Spike? Oh, sorry. Uh, uh, <laughs> no, um, the non-existent character that I came up with. Yeah, <coughs> I'm just gonna go. I'm just gonna go main hero. I'm just gonna go Peter. Peter Parker. That was a, a good, good choice. He's a good. That that is an we excellent see, choice. Because like that scene in the end is good, and it really kind of gives you an idea of like how he's like airing out his guilt Mm -hmm. because like it's you know very prevalent especially with like that dream and like all of the you know usually when it has like those little narration boxes in comics i kind of just space them out a little bit because it's like but i actually read these and i'm like oh i'm kind of glad i did because it it added so much you know yeah i never space those out sometimes those are the most important thing in the comic yeah, sometimes there's just <laughs> you just you're just bitter because Asriel's were yeah, always it was... whiny and repetitive. Yeah, okay? it left a bad, it left a mark. It's 
<laughs> he's got PTSD from Azrael's narration box. <laughs> Poor Will. Uh, I'm gonna pick Gwen because I just like her character. She, you know, she's in it a lot. She doesn't say much, but her, I feel like her character and how endearing she is as a character comes through. Yeah, um, really well. So I love that scene when he opens the door when she sh- when she's there for the housewarming party. Yeah. What was funny is like, so Tim said oh, it was the. Uh, I mean, this doesn't really matter, but it was his going away party. Flashes. Yeah. Flashes. Flashes. Yeah, that's what it was. Uh, that's what it Peter was. doesn't show up for the house party. house party. He gets that's right because it's just them. Party. But he's there for the going away yeah. party. The, I know yeah. a party you're talking about. Though. Yeah. I, was just... I forgot there were two parties in the apartment. Yeah. So. Happening place. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> if you know Harry Osborne. That's right. Um, so I love that part when he opens the door, though, and it's her. Because Tim Sale's art is very uh, stylized. Yeah. Um, where like you, we, uh, so just to bring up, um, like the long Halloween and dark victory, those look similar to this, like his Batman stuff. It's that same kind of like kind of blocky style. This is much brighter and more colorful, um, for them, like overall, because Batman, you know, is a little more, it's a darker vibe. Spider-Man's not. Um, but then if, when you look at artists like Hush or even Reese, they, I think did the uh, Aquaman that we read. Um, and things like that, like the ones that are super detailed and really mm-hmm. realistic looking. I think it's interesting because characters can r- really feel different depending on how they're drawn. And in something like this, where it's highly stylized and it's, it's you know, characters have a specific feel. But what's funny is when when he opened the door and there's like that, it's like a splash page of Gwen standing there. Mm-hmm. I was like, wow, like to his art of Gwen. And then it, I laughed because that's what Peter says. That's what Peter, Peter says. says yeah. Wow, too. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, oh, he and I were vibing. We were, we had a moment. Peter and I had a moment. Uh, and I just thought that was funny because I was like, oh, wow. I like the way he drew her in that in that page yeah. was really cool for his artwork. It was also like a cool, like kind of like tandem moment. Cause you get her and it's like, uh, and then he goes to shut like, the door, goes to shut the door and, <laughs> and like, it's MJ, MJ shoves her foot in and then she busts in through and be like, right, right. The party's also, and then here. She, you get the splash page of her right afterwards. Well, and, and you get that. Yeah, it is. It's cause you see her hand reach in to stop the door. Mm-hmm. And then the next page is her. And then she kisses him on the cheek and mm-hmm. calls him her guy again. Uh, so yeah, that was, I like that part too, when he's like, well, you know, when a girl says my guy, it's like, you know, it does something to him. (laughs) And it's like, yeah, calling, calling us my anything. I mean, he's not wrong. It gets you. Yeah. Your guy, your dude, whatever it is, unless it's another dude and you're your boy or whatever. That is not the same. Right. (laughs) It's just not. But anyway. Did you have a least favorite scene? I um there were no mousers. There were no mousers. <laughs> so no, no. Um I'm gonna say no, I didn't really have a least favorite scene. I thought about something that I could bring up during this and then I promptly forgot it. Um well, keep Welcome to my world. Uh da, 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 da. 
I don't remember what it was. Well, we'll move to Will. Maybe and it think, was. Wait. It was, maybe maybe oh. it was like uh, Craven using his cologne as scent to track him. Because you're thinking, how many other people have that cologne? Right. Is that what you're like thinking? It's not the only one. And then, like, <laughs> what happened could have very easily happened. Yeah. You know, somebody else borrowing your cologne. <laughs> um, I mean, hey. A bit uh, contrived. Yeah. I, whatever, but you know that is a very good point because in that he's like, yeah, he, like right beforehand, he's watching all the videos, like the gameplay footage, right, of Spider-Man versus like the Rhinoceros and Lizard Man and uh, uh, what are they called, uh, Vulcans, Vulture. Vultures, <laughs> Vulcans. <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember. They live long and prosper. Yeah, uh, and uh, he's like, God, I've dude. studied them and I know what they're right what their failures are. I will not fail. And he tracks and the he wrong fails. guy. Yeah. He immediately fails. Immediately Like, fails. it wasn't It wasn't even... He didn't, like, almost win. I like that Peter's, like, in that one scene where he's like, yeah, Craven never tried that again because I'm pretty sure his ego couldn't admit that what he did. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. But that I... And that being said, I wasn't upset with it. No, that but was you're, me but you're, nitpicking, nitpicking because yeah, yeah, yeah. you're asking me for something that. It... Where really you're like, no, I didn't really dislike anything, but if right, I had, if I have to, yeah, yeah, yeah. What about, agreed? Same scene. Yeah, same. I would, I would concur <laughs> yes. with Pat. Uh, I'm trying to think if. If there was, I didn't really have one until he said that. I'm like, yeah, that was kind of dumb when he was just like, <laughs> oh yes, yeah, so I could. I know exactly how to win, and then immediately, immediately fail. I fails. also like how Harry is like, I am the wrong guy, and he's like, you can't fool me. And I'm thinking, you don't think he'd be like fighting back by now? That right. was my... <laughs> I... Anyway. Uh, yeah, I know. Um, I I thought that as well. I could, I could get behind you on that one. Um, I'm trying to think if there was another one. Look, though. I'm going to be honest. This is weird. You guys agreeing with me. I know you guys both had the same favorite uh, scene. I'm trying to think if there's another Pat scene I, I had disliked. Same I kind of, favorite. I kind of, <laughs> I was like, I kind of disliked how uh, that moment where they both come to like help him when he's sick. Oh, yeah. And how he... <laughs> how he just blows him off? How he has to blow him off like yeah. that. And like, I don't know, it just... <laughs> I, I don't know if he kinda, really had to. That's what I was thinking. In yeah. it, and I was like, Did I, do I like that? I don't know. I mean, it was kind of funny when he's like lying there and then they're both in there in the corner. You see like the two vultures flying through the air. He's like, I got to go. <laughs> I just like that Flash is like, what is he doing? How? What? They're both in there? Yeah. <laughs> he's like beside himself. He's like, Parker. Although I I feel like they may have put that scene in there to just show how he is, even though he likes those two as much as he does, he's still prioritizing Spider Man over because that's what he does. Everything else, right? It was just a yeah. That that's the point, right? He says it always is bad before it's good for him, right? Yeah. And he so. he laments in one of those little blue boxes about how he did spend a lot of his time out there in the suit fighting instead of spending time and. Right, having it opportunities does. with Gwen Stacy and sure. Anyway, did you have a least favorite character? I mean, once again, I know who it's going to be. Not really, but but 
You're going to pick the bully. Are you going to pick the, the bully? bully? Flash? Spike? You're going to pick Flash? No, I'm not going to pick Flash. <gasps> Usually, if there's a bully, it ends up being your least Because his name's Spike. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Who's Flash? <laughs> I think I would pick Craven because he was just way too arrogant. Uh, you know, he's one of the main villains in the new Spider-Man game, the Spider-Man 2 oh, game on, on PS5. Nice. Yeah, he's uh, he is like the main bad guy for a large portion does, of the game. Does he track you with your clone? <laughs> Just switch brands. <laughs> I know, right? Problem yeah. solved. Done. He did. That's how, the, that's how he foils you in the first mission. <laughs> he's like, yeah, I followed your scent. Mm. Why do you wear Chanel? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a funny little comic. It like uh, Spider Man buys Johnny Depp's cologne because he does cologne commercials. Oh, and then Craven's D- like, oh, I finally, yeah, yeah, I finally found him, and it's like Johnny Depp doing an interview. <laughs> so wow. I think I think it wasn't Flash because I mean, because while, while he was a bully, he did you know he changed. tried to better himself. He and did. He tried he did. to you know go to the military and do things. By the end. He was even treating Peter a little less bad. He was. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Okay. Yeah, he has a redemption arc. Yeah. He does. He lets Spider-Man be a, a true inspiration to his life. Craven, on the other hand, no redemption arc. Bonehead. Clonehead. <laughs> Clonehead. So. Uh, I I got to pick, uh, what is it? Uh, Blackish Dragor. The young vulture guy. Oh, Blackie. Right? Blackie, yeah. yeah. Blackish, whatever. That's, yeah, he, that's he also out of prison. Was, that's also a good one. Yeah. He's he was just like dumb. Well, part of me was like this. Part of me was like this has to just be in this because it's like a reference back to old characters in comics or like this conflict that was there. But I was like. What is this? I thought that too. Uh, yeah. Because when I think of Vulture, I think of the the, the old normal guy. old guy. Yeah. And so I yeah. It was and like, it like okay, like Craven set up to get the young guy out of prison, right? Right. By poisoning the old Vulture. Right. And then he's like, "Oh, this new guy's not quite up to snuff. Let's go back to that prison." So he cures, fix the old, the old guy, yeah. and then breaks him out of prison. Just have both of them lose. Right. Why why wouldn't he start with the old one though? That's what I'm like, what? Yeah, that's kind of funky. Cuz he was relying on strength and agility over experience. Yeah. And we all know that never works. No, except for when he's 80. <sighs> what? Anyway, he, he looked real old. He did look pretty old. The vulture? Like, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah that's like, part of his shtick. Well, I'm sure, but that was his. Well, it's a pretty knobby shtick. Like, it's an old wrinkle that's got <laughs> a couple knobby. beds in it. Wow. <laughs> knobby shtick. <laughs> that's that's where we're going. That's a that. t-shirt. That's <laughs> a knobby shtick. Are we not doing phrasing anymore? <laughs> uh, um, no, I was... Yeah, that's that was whole the the old guy's whole thing. It's my experience is better than you, no matter what. And I hate to break it to people, but that's not always the case. I really liked the scene though with them, um, where he rides the one into the other. Oh yeah, yeah, that was good. 
that's that was awesome um the what does he yell ramming speed <laughs> ramming speed <laughs> he, he just rides one of them into the other one and that's hilarious because peter parker follows up with and that is how you kill two birds with one stone right yeah it was good stuff uh yeah, and he, I, he did have a lot of good quips i'm sure patrick was like this is my my inner person outer well yeah sized sure i thought that <laughs> those words exactly mm-hmm. uh inner person outer sized <laughs> put it on a shirt <laughs> It's just quips. It would be exactly how you would operate. Pretty much. Probably. Yeah. Um, I mean, I hate to break it to you, but that's kind of how I operate right now. I know. Um. (laughs) (laughs) See, where Peter Parker doesn't do that as much, (laughs) Patrick's the opposite. He's actually stoic when he puts his costume on. (laughs) Right. And his everyday persona (laughs) is like the quippy Spider-Man version. Exactly. Oh, uh, that's wait. I mean, no. What are you talking about? <laughs> Stop! No. <laughs> oh no. I'm not a superhero. I promise. Um. So, I'm gonna go ahead and say my least favorite person was Harry. <laughs> I think everybody had hair. So your most favorite, most <laughs> favorite person was named Harry. Most <laughs> favorite person was uh, Harry. Why didn't I think of saying that? <laughs> I wasn't. I clearly got past my defenses. We've got to be punched me on each side. Um, now I don't. I like that Harry defends him early on, like to Flash. But there is that whole vibe that you feel like Harry's got ulterior motives. He's not being. There's just something underhanded that it I'm, feels like he's doing. I mean, it's yeah. it's Harry. What is? <laughs> It's I'll a hairy let, situation. I'll let the listener decide. Wow. Anyway, yeah, it, it was also kind of like weird when he's like, "Yeah, he's an okay guy." He never changed it. He knows, like, "Oh yeah, he's a good, he's, he's a good an kid. okay guy." He's like, "He's an okay kid. He's okay." I keep I telling like... you, he's an okay guy. <laughs> yeah, it was like a mantra. It was like, yeah. and so yeah, part of part of me is like, mm, something feels a little. Because he just felt like he was using Peter for something, even for though something. he was giving Peter a free place to stay. Right. There's but no yeah. such thing as a free lunch, unless you're on the program. Depends on who's paying. <laughs> Depends on who. Somebody's always paying. Somebody the, might pay the, for it, but somebody else got it for free. Always comes due. Yeah. Sadly. Yeah. So yeah, I mortgage. Not that I think that, like, again, saying that there's a least favorite character or least favorite scene in this, it's nitpicky. It is. It, it is. is. Very it's nitpicky. so nitpicky because the whole story was so tightly done yeah. and just woven, like, really, really well. So mm-hmm. um, should we do it out of uh, five Valentines since... I believe oh, this is going to release on Valentine's Day. And for those of you who didn't read since we didn't talk about this, but Gwen leaves Peter a Valentine in the final issue. And he thinks it's from Aunt May. <laughs> yes. And it's really from Gwen. Mm-hmm. And she sneaks back in after everybody left. And he's half naked, has his shirt off. And they have their first kiss and embrace. Uh, brown chicken, brown cow. 
<laughs> wow. <laughs> brown chicken, brown cow. <laughs> That's right. Oh, is that is that the censored version? Or? Yes. <laughs> so, uh, but then you know, she was like, "Did did you see that Valentine? Did you read it? Will you be mine?" You know. So I figure. I mean, we could have been like cassette tapes or whatever, but it, we had to do Valentine's. Yeah. Might as well do Valentine's. Let's do Valentine's. I'm pretty sure this is coming out on Valentine's Day. I it didn't, is. I didn't double check. This might be the third. Is the 14th? That's next. Next mm, Wednesday? Yes. Cool. So this actually releases. Today is Valentine's Day is what that means. Yes. So, so yeah, this is our Valentine to you all, I suppose. So out of five Valentines... San Valentin. What are you doing, Patrick? I mean, it's really difficult. <laughs> but I think I'm going to give it a five. Yeah, I can't imagine that you wouldn't suggest this to somebody. Yeah, I would. It's such a, a contained story mm-hmm. that it's it's even on. Hey, here's, here's a fun fact for all of you listener out there. Uh, <laughs> if you have Kindle Unlimited... Because you like to read a whole bunch of garbage books. Because <laughs> there's so many on there. There really is a lot. Uh, this is on Kindle Unlimited. You oh, don't have to have nice. Comixology. You no. don't have to have the Marvel app. If you have Kindle, you can get this for free through Kindle Unlimited. I wonder Spider-Man if it's uh, in like, Libby and stuff, too. I would guess this is on Libby. Yeah. I would be surprised if it isn't because I'm it's sure published as out. a single thing as well. Um, but yeah. Anyway, anyway. Will, uh, you? it's obvious it's going to be a five. Oh, I thought you were going to say a one. You just were like, I'm going to be honest. I almost said a six. Mm. Ooh, that good, huh? I found it. a bonus Valentine in your drawer. That's right. Oh my! Wow. <laughs> I didn't say in your drawers. <laughs> I mean, that's what we thought. You did now. If you found a bonus Valentine in your drawers, well, that's just a normal Valentine. <laughs> what? What? Anyway, moving what about on. You, Chris, I think we. I think we can assume. Um, Spider-Man Blue is not on Libby. It has a thing that's the. You can read samples of it for some reason, but it has notified me if it's ever like brought into the catalog. That is odd. You would think they would have that, but whatever. You would think. Ah, uh, mine's a six. So <laughs> nice. I, I found the bonus. You found the bonus Valentine. Yeah, if I mean, come on. I said it made me cry. What more could something do to get a five? <laughs> it made me cry. Two stars. <laughs> I hated it. My pages Any- got wet. <laughs> Anything that makes me cry automatically hate it. Two stars. I don't cry. <laughs> Nothing makes me cry my own tears. Yeah. Uh, oh, that's dumb. Nobody so, makes me bleed my own blood. That's why I, that's yeah. what I was quoting. I know. Okay. <laughs> well, cool. I'm glad you guys enjoyed it that much. It was one of the very early suggestions I put on the list because, like I said, I've always thought very highly of it. I've mm-hmm. always enjoyed it. So I'm glad that you guys did too. And for those of you that read along, hope you enjoyed it. Email us. Let us know if you also think that it's worthy of your five. Uh, if it made you cry at the end, 
make me feel like I'm not alone. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and also, um, if you uh, if you didn't read it, but you've enjoyed Spider-Man in the past as a character, you know, with all of the different ways to get your hands on this digitally, we we would suggest that you really should read this. This should this would actually be a great first comic book for people. It's very it accessible. It's it's pretty straightforward. It's tight like it's super tightly written and it's a beautiful story. Yeah. So, if you haven't tried comics yet and you've been thinking about it, listening to our buffoonery, grab this. Do it. This is a great first one. Do it. Do it. You won't. What? It's a new trendy thing. Huh? <laughs> yeah. Are you playing? You challenge them. You're not going to do it. Yeah, it's just reverse it, psychology. Yeah. yeah. Do it. You yeah. won't. Nah, we know it's, you're not going to. Is this yeah. a new trendy thing? I thought people have been doing that since like. I, right? I don't. I don't. I don't. You said do it. And it's the first thing that popped in my head. <laughs> and uh, number four. <laughs> I, I even made sure to take it out of my shirt pocket when I took my shirt off. Well, I mean, I have my shirt on. <laughs> yes, he is wearing a shirt. He did not take his I took shirt an hour off. Shirt off. It's my shirtless bo- spaghetti time, Chris. Get out of here. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> and, on, and on that note. Well, I mean, I have a very important question for the listener. Will you be my Valentine? <gasps> oh, that was oh. sweet. Let me know at Longbox. Guyswithissues.com. <laughs> 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 yeah. Yeah. Are you going to yeah. extend that invitation as well? No. <laughs> I don't check the emails. So. <laughs> I'm usually the first one to read them. So if you have a Valentine... <laughs> Not always. I read them pretty quick. You do. You do. Anyway. Anyway. I guess that means I'm Patrick. This is Will. <laughs> and I'm Chris. And we are guys with issues who have shirts on. <laughs> Thank goodness. And no spaghetti. <laughs> womp womp. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. You can catch Guys With Issues anywhere you can find your favorite podcasts. Or check out our website at guyswithissues.com where you can listen, find reading lists, follow along, and get to know us better. Send us emails to longbox at guyswithissues.com and tell us your thoughts. Send us suggestions on what we should read next. We would love to hear from our listeners. That was clapping, Patrick. That was just me putting Patrick clapping. <laughs> so he knows where to cut to. Pat clap. It's a pat clap. Mm-hmm. Please, please it's a stop pat clap. saying that I have the clap. <laughs> <laughs> it's not true. Uh, ooh, you heard it here first. <laughs> yeah, that it's not true. That's what you heard first.